Directly for the crew as they end up losing by a 2-0 score to the Cubs. They avoid, the Cubs do, being swept by the Brewers. Brewers still take two of three in the series. Pretty good uh, pitching performance today from Corbin Burns. Seven innings, two runs on four hits. You'll take it. Offensively, they just can't do much of anything for him. He drops to one and one. Last year was Brandon Woodruff, who largely was not getting the run support. Still very, very early on in this season. But you look at uh, Corbin Burns and the starts that he has so far this year. He is not getting the run support at this point in time, as uh, the team has had a hard time scoring runs when he has been pitching. But uh, Brewers still take two of three in the series. They go into an off day coming up tomorrow, and then they will uh, open up a series at home coming up on uh, Tuesdays. They do continue the homestand. Nothing like an off day at home. It's one thing to have an off day when you're traveling, but to have an off day in the middle of a homestand, that is something that is always appreciated by uh, by players and, and everybody associated with the team. If you want to join the program, you can do so. Multiple ways to get connected. You can call or text into the First Midwest Bank talk and text line. Uh, that phone number is 800-990-3776, 800-990-ESPN, or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Vinny Rotino will join us coming up in our next segment. We'll also hear the postgame comments. Manager Craig Council will go back through the game with the highlights as well, and we'll hear from you as we discuss this 2-0 loss today for the Brewers against the Cubs. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on ESPN Milwaukee. Breaking ball, here it is. Swing and a miss. May have fouled, tipped it. Narvaez hangs on for a strikeout. The Brewers fall to the Cubs today in American Family Field. We're continuing on with Brewers Extra Innings here on 94.5 ESPN. On ESPN today, because of the Bucks, they came up with a victory against the Celtics, 101-89, to take a 1-0 series lead in that second round best of seven series. If you want to join the program, you can do so by calling or texting into the First Midwest Bank talk and text line. The phone number, 800-990-3776, 800-990-ESPN, or tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Let's bring in former Brewer and Bally Sports Wisconsin analyst Vin. Vinny Rotino and Vinny Corbin Burns was really good today. Seven innings, two runs on four hits, ten strikeouts, one walk. It's just one of those days where he he literally got zero run support, and it didn't really matter how well he pitched today. The Brewers uh, couldn't find a way to score a run. Yeah, I mean this is vintage Corbin Burns again. I mean it's it's encouraging to see that he's pitching this well, and he's that. If what was cool is he was super efficient as well. I mean. 90, I, he, he was like 40 pitches through like four or something. It was crazy. I thought he was going to throw a perfect game personally. Um, and then Patrick Wisdom did break that up with the home run. So, um, yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I don't want to say it's discouraging that the fact that they couldn't, they didn't have an answer for Stroman. I did think Stroman was keeping them off balance quite well all day long. Mixing pitches was really commanding that backdoor cutter. So, um, you know, it's just one of those days. It, it's been a long stretch for them without a day off as well. You, you know, in a, a day game um, coming off this long stretch as well. So that's a factor, whether or not people understand that, especially understanding that major leaguers are used to a day off about every seven days or so. They just haven't had one um, in, in this month of April. So it, it, that's definitely a factor with today. 
So Corbin Burns has a 1.93 ERA. He has 32 and two-thirds innings pitched, 43 strikeouts, seven walks. We can go over the, the, the batting average against is 153. We can go through all the numbers, yet the team's record in games that he starts is just two and three, and this is a team that has one of the best winning percentages in all of Major League Baseball. It's a really weird thing. We saw this from Brandon Woodruff last year who was getting no uh, run support. And now, hopefully, it's not the case where they're going to pass that along to Corbin Burns and not give him any run support, not going to get any wins when he's on the mound. Um, I thought it was interesting. Josh Maurer brought something up in the postgame show for Bally today that, you know, it's just one of those things where the team might take a, a mental day off knowing that Corbin Burns is on the mound or your ace is on the mound. I, I've, I've never heard of that, actually, in the 20 years that I've been in the game. Like, thinking back as a player, is like, that could be a factor where it's like almost, almost like, okay, we know that this guy is going to dominate today. Um, this is the last day before a day off, a day game. Um, maybe we'll just we know we're gonna we're, we know we're gonna win this one. So they kind of just ease off the gas just a little bit in terms of that competitiveness. I never heard that before. I thought it was interesting. I'll have to monitor that to see if that's actually a real thing. I'm guessing it's just part of it. It's just part of, um, you know, the 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 randomness of baseball. That the fact that you know they they're not scoring runs for Corbin Burns. Yeah, I, I think it's more random than anything else. Craig Council said something in his postgame today, and we've heard him say some version of this before. Talked about how good Marcus Stroman was early and how as the game went along, that resulted in the Brewers maybe swinging at some bad pitches. That's a paraphrase of what he said, but it's basically what he did say. Can you get into kind of the psychology of that a little bit? As, as a team, if you're struggling, as hitters, if you're struggling, why sometimes the reaction to that is to expand your zone and swing at some bad pitches as opposed to maybe even restricting that zone a little bit more and more looking for a pitch that's right there where you want it to be? And I mean, that that is real. That's a real thing. The fact that if a pitcher is allowed to settle in to a start, okay, we've seen this, we've seen this a ton actually from the Brewers' offense where they have a pitcher on the ropes early in the first inning, which a lot of starting pitchers do have – not troubles necessarily in the first inning, but they, they sometimes have to battle through getting into their rhythm, getting into their command of each pitch, the feel of each pitch. So the Brewers, we've seen this, that they would get a guy on the ropes a little bit in the first inning. He would get out of it because the Brewers had, weren't able to come up with that big hit. Guy settles in, and all of a sudden he starts cruising, and he understands that, okay, this is a lineup that is swinging and missing a lot. And this is a lineup where all I have to do is execute my stuff to these spots, and I'm going to be totally fine. We, we've seen that from opposing pitchers against this offense at times. Obviously, we've seen the other version of that as well, where all of a sudden these bats do come alive and they score 20 runs in two games like they did the, last, the first two games of this series. But that is a real thing. Yes, I think the more that the Brewers can, can – especially early on in games, can put a guy on the ropes and get a couple of runs and don't allow him to settle in and then continue that with quality, consistent quality at-bats, that's when you're going to have success against a Marcus Stroman. But this, this, I mean, he was great today. And it, unfortunately, he did settle in and just kind of cruise. And he, he did a great job of executing and just kept the Brewers' bats at bay all day. 
2-0 Brewers fall to the Cubs at American Family Field. They still take two of three in the weekend series. Again, if you want to join us, 800-990-3776, 800-990-ESPN on the first Midwest Bank talk and text line, or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. 2-0 the final score. Brewers fall short. This is Brewers Extra Innings. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on ESPN Milwaukee. Burns the kick and the pitch. He struck him out swinging. Back to back strikeouts for Corbin Burns. 2-0 the final. Brewers fall to the Cubs today. Brewers extra innings does continue. My name is Matt Pauley, Vinny Rotino. Here as well. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting the First Midwest Bank Talk and Text Line. That phone number 800-990-3776-800-990 ESPN. You can also uh, tweet at me at Matt Pauley on air. M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Vinny, I don't want to make too much of no runs on three hits the game after the Brewers had just scored you know, 20 runs over two days and hit, what, nine home runs over two days, whatever the number was. At the same time, it feels like we're at this intersection right now where we're watching Christian Yelich on an everyday basis going, okay, is he going to really start stringing things together? Because you see him put together one game and then kind of fall back, maybe two games and fall back. It's been a pretty good here last uh, four or five games for, for Yelich. He goes 0 for 4 today. Is, is that a worry type thing, or is it just part of a day where Marcus Stroman was really good and the Brewers were not great at the plate? No, I mean, I think as a whole, it's just a little concerning that, again, it's it's when the opposing pitcher starts to settle in and they're not able to string together at least some quality at-bats. We just saw Stroman just mow down the Brewers lineup time after time. Um, and then, you know, I, I will say that once they get into the bullpen, you know, they did have good at-bats against Rowan Wick. They did have a little bit better at-bats against Daniel Robinson. So that's where... I'm just a little bit like, okay, they are swinging the bats well. Stroman was on. However, you just have to try. I mean, Stroman gave up six runs last time out against the Tampa Bay Rays, right? I mean, he's given up a home run in every single start. Um, he's He pitched well, but at the same time, like, <laughs> this offense does have to try and piece something together, especially when Corbin Burns is on the mound. So um, it's just a little you get it gives you a little pause. Like, okay, why did this happen today? Why was he able to settle in? Why did they not have consistent quality at bats? Even if the other p- opposing pitcher does have his best stuff that day, that that is, I'm with you. It's a little bit. Just take a step back and, and scratch your head a little bit. You look at Stroman's season, it's it's interesting because he had that first start against the Brewers where he pitched pretty well, giving up just the one run on two hits and in five innings. Then over his next two starts, he gave up 13 runs in eight and a third innings. And then here over his last two starts, including today, 13 innings, he's given up three runs, two earned on eight hits. So it is it has been a just a roller coaster ride with Marcus Stroman here in the early part of the season for the Cubs. So, I mean, he's a ground ball pitcher, right? It's a, it's a really good sinker, um, and he can command all of his pitches. I mean, I've, I, I remember scouting him when he was with the Blue Jays, and I absolutely loved this guy. I mean, the competitiveness, the ability to just, again, command everything. He was up to, like, 96 
the day that I saw him and in the past when he was with the Blue Jays. So, I mean, the velo is down. So he's not going to be the strikeout guy that, uh, you know, he never really he never really was a strikeout per nine, one strikeout per nine innings. I'm sorry, nine strikeouts per nine innings uh, guy. He's always been that ground ball guy. But at the same time, um, his velo is down, and, and guys are going to put the ball and play a little bit with more authority. And, and those ground balls do find holes. That's where he's going to run into trouble. Brewers weren't able to do that today, only got the two hits, and then obviously weren't able to, to hit a home run as he's, he gave up a home run in every single one of his outings before this. So Stroman, great pitcher, really good. You just wonder if he's starting to gr- regress a little bit just because the velocity is not there anymore. Um, but, again, the Brewers should have been able to string together more than two hits today. All right, so today's May 1st. You're kind of at the uh, almost the one-month mark of the season. We'd be there if the season would have started on time. As I assess the division, I look at the Brewers and Cardinals as being two pretty darn good teams. I look at the Pirates and Reds as being two teams that are not very good, although I think the Pirates may be a little bit better than we thought they were going to be. Their record when not playing the Brewers is actually pretty good. A bunch of their losses have come. And then you have the Cubs, who, Vinny, in that first series... I saw them. I saw a team that had a great approach at the plate, grinded out at bats. They've got enough pitching. Uh, and then this series, I thought they kind of took a step back. Yesterday, they had a really bad fielding day. I'm just, uh, they're not the class of the Brewers and the Cardinals. They're clearly better than the Pirates and the Reds, even if the Pirates have a slightly better record than the Cubs right now. I'm just, I'm trying to figure them out. Is this going to be a team that sticks around and is kind of in contention for one of those playoff spots at the end of the year? Or is this going to be a team that falls off? Unless they add something to their starting rotation or even their bullpen, I just don't see it from the Cubs. I actually think the lineup is a little bit stronger than we first initially expected. I thought that the lineup would be good, right? Patrick Wisdom came on out of nowhere last year as well as Frank Schwindel. Um, you got you got one of the top prospects in the game in, in Madrigal, he, although he's not playing super you know he's not playing great nico horner's showing some promise um they got suzuki who's looking to be one you know a top bat in in the league i mean talk about consistent quality at bats with the ability to drive the ball out of the ballpark so the lineup is formidable and they still have wilson Contreras as well so the lineup is formidable they're 24th in the league in starting pitching era right now so i mean again unless they add i don't think kyle hendrick's and Marcus Stroman are going to carry that starting rotation. It, is a, it was a big blow for Wade Miley to go down before the season started uh, with that elbow. I believe it was an elbow. And so that was a big blow because I'm a big believer in Wade Miley. I think he's really, really good. Um, so without any additional help from to their pitching staff, I just don't see them winning a, a playoff spot at this point. Brewers come up short today against the Cubs, 2-0 the final score. Again, if you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting into the First Midwest Bank Talk and text line 800-990-3776, 800-990-ESPN, or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. We'll continue on in just a moment on 94.5 ESPN. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on ESPN Milwaukee. He strikes out Patrick Wisdom. He has struck out four of the five. 
Brewers come up short. They lose two of the Cubs, 2 nothing. the final score. Welcome back in to Brewers Extra Innings here on 94.5 ESPN. You can find us here when there is a conflict with uh, the Bucks, and the Bucks played earlier today. They picked up a win against the Boston Celtics, 101-89. They now lead that series one game to none. Again, if you want to join us, 800-990-3776, 800-990-ESPN, the first Midwest Bank talk and text line. You can also tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Doug texting in, says that was bound to happen. Stroman was due to pitch good. Brewers were due to not hit again. Stars were aligned. Burns must get a little frustrated with his run production. I know records don't count as much anymore, but it would be nice for him to get more than one win every four or five starts. I honestly don't think that, I don't know. Okay, first, if I was a pitcher, it would bug me. Like from a human being standpoint, if I was in Corbin Burns' position, yes, it would bug me that I am pitching. Uh, the, the level that I am at right now is better than almost every other human being walking the face of the earth who does what I do. Right, like that's that's the bottom line. There are there are very few, if any, pitchers who are pitching better than Corbin Burns in the entire world. And he's not getting wins. He's not getting a little W next to his name to indicate that he's going to get the win. As a human being, if I was Corbin Burns, I got to be honest, that would bother me a little bit. I don't think it bothers him. I, th- I think he's maybe he's more emotionally mature than I am. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe he just understands. Maybe he's a better teammate than I would be uh, because I think he gets it. And uh, he understands the idea of, he can't worry about the things that he can't control. All he can do is go out there and do what he can control, and that's throw pitch after pitch after pitch after pitch that are just ridiculous in what they do. And it's amazing when we talk about a guy who gives up two runs on four hits and seven innings, and that's a so-so day for him. That's a so-so day. That wasn't his best effort. He had a couple mistakes, and those couple mistakes got turned into runs for the Cubs. Here's one for you. Uh, he becomes just the second pitcher in franchise history to have three straight starts of 10 or more strikeouts. Only Giovanni Gallardo did that. Uh, he did it back in uh, September of 2011. For Burns, it was his 15th career start with 10 or more strikeouts and his fourth against the Cubs. Uh, the other three all came in 2021. So he has had very good success against the Cubs. So his strikeout numbers this year, uh, he had just the four strikeouts in that season opening game against the Cubs. And since then, he's gone 8, 10, 11, and 10. He has 43 strikeouts in 32 and two-thirds innings. Uh, the numbers he's putting up are wild. But you know what? We're talking about this almost on, a, on an every-game basis with a number of these pitchers. We were having the same conversation yesterday with Eric Lauer. We've had the same conversation with Adrian Hauser. We've not quite had the same conversation yet with Brandon Woodruff and Freddie Peralta because those guys have started off the season a little bit more inconsistent than the other three guys that I have mentioned. But it is, it's a seemingly an everyday out situation. Yeah, Vinny Rotino said this to me once, not on the air. We were just talking. He said, the Brewers have an opportunity to throw a no-hitter every single time that Corbin Burns pitches. And I feel like today is an even better example of that because of where his pitch count was. 
he goes uh, seven innings and throws 97 pitches, and that pitch count actually escalated a little bit over the final couple innings. He was so economical in his pitches, and that is, uh, it's hard to do. It's really hard to do when you're striking guys out. Uh, six of his first seven pitches were strikes with two strikeouts, and the only pitch that wasn't was the first pitch that he threw of the day that just barely missed the zone. And if if all you do is throw strikes and you're not throwing many balls and you're getting strikeouts on a lot of strike three, strike four, strike five, or you know pitch three, pitch four, pitch five of, of an at-bat, um, that, that's a way to keep your pitch count down without while still accumulating strikeouts. More often than not, if you're striking a bunch of guys out, that, that pitch count's going to move up. And we've seen that happen to Burns for sure, but it was not happening today. 800-990-3776, 800-990-ESPN, the first Midwest Bank talk and text line. Or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Uh, we'll come back and we'll hear the postgame comments of manager Craig Council in just a moment here on 94.5 ESPN. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on ESPN Milwaukee. Wick is ready again, the pitch. Omar drives one into left field, a base hit. Telez will turn and hold at second. Well, there they are. Omar with a base hit. Tying runs are on, and Tyrone Taylor is going to be the batter. 2-0. Brewers fall to the Cubs today. Brewers' extra innings does continue on. My name is Matt Pauley. Manager Craig Council spent some time meeting with the media just a little while ago. As uh, been, we've been talking about throughout the course of this show, Corbin Burns really good. Seven innings, two runs, four hits, ten strikeouts, and one walk. And Council opened up his postgame thoughts talking about the performance of Corbin Burns. I thought he was really good all day. I mean, in the first four innings, he was, you know, I mean, I don't know what the strike ball thing was the first innings, but it was 40 pitches around there. And, um, yeah, and it was it was very efficient, very good. Um, you know, he made, unfortunately, the, the two pitches he gave, you know, that they had to hit, they, they did something with. Um, it looked like a cutter out down and out over the plate for wisdom. And then just... Just left the breaking ball up a little bit to Suzuki, and unfortunately, those unfortunately they both hurt us. Hurt us, um, and they pitched well enough where that was that was enough. Greg, was this just one of those games where Marcus uh, Schroeder was your big spot? Or yeah, I mean, I thought I thought he did a really good job. Um, he, he was really sharp early, you know, and then he got us. You know, we chased a little bit, kind of as the game went, but um, he had multiple pitches just kind of at his disposal today and had a feel for all of them it looked like felt like it was really slider heavy too was that surprising to you guys um yeah i mean i think he he's his slider his cutter it's it's split it's sinker you know so it's you know he's he had them all i felt like he had them all working today a little bit um and he did a nice job with them Got him out of the game there in that eighth inning and kind of put a little rally together. Does that feel like a moment that you know was was the chance to put some runs across? Maybe? Well, we didn't we didn't create chances against Strowman, so that was uh, the eighth inning was our best chance. Um, and he made some pitchers to get out of it. This game were driving crazy, Craig. After twenty runs and nine homers, and then one, you know, it's the nature of the sport. One guy can just completely change. 
Well, that, I mean, Stroman's, you know, over there, and he's, he's a good pitcher, and uh, he's going to have days like that. Um, well, that's how it works. Manager Craig Council meeting with the media just a little while ago. Brewers fall to the Cubs 2-0. How does it all go down? We'll tell you what the highlights. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Get up! This? Get up! And this? Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Foley. 2-0, the Brewers fall to the Cubs this afternoon at American Family Field. Brewers were going for the series sweep. They come up short of doing that. Pitching matchup today, Corbin Burns on the mound for the Brewers. Marcus Stroman making the start for the Cubs. For Burns, it was quite the start to uh, his day. The first pitch he throws is a ball. The next two pitches are strikes. And then his fourth pitch of the day to Alfonso Rivas. Breaking ball, here it is. Swing and a miss. May have fouled, tipped it. Narvaez hangs on for a strikeout. So then he continues his run of throwing strikes. Strike one on pitch number five. Strike two on pitch number six of the day. His seventh pitch of the day as uh, Seiya Suzuki is at the plate. Burns a kick in the pitch. He struck him out swinging. Back-to-back strikeouts for Corbin Burns. Yeah, that's the kind of day it was for him. Ian Happ would fly out for the third out in the first inning. He would continue to strike guys out in the second inning. Frank Schwindel leads the inning off by striking out. The next hitter is Patrick Wisdom. And the pitch, swing and a miss. He strikes out Patrick Wisdom. He has struck out four of the five. Yeah, Jason Hayward would then ground out to end the second and the third inning. Same deal. Two outs in the inning very quickly, and it's Nick Madrigal at the plate. Burns looking in. Here's the pitch. And a swing and a miss. A cutter down and away. And he strikes out Madrigal. Fifth strikeout for Corbin Burns. Another 1-2-3 inning here in the top of the third. Marcus Stroman was putting up zeros for Chicago through this period as well. Looked like the Brewers might have a chance to score a run in the third inning with one out Tyrone Taylor at the plate. Stroman bringing home the 0-1 pitch. A breaking ball hammered out to left center field. Racing back is Hayward at the track. And that is off the top of the wall. Taylor cruises into second with a double. And the Brewers in business here with their second hit of this game and their first runner in scoring position. But Jace Peterson would strike out. Colton Wong would line out. It would remain a scoreless game. As we move along to the fifth inning, the Cubs would take the lead with one out. Patrick Wisdom at the plate. Nothing, nothing in that one. Swinging a drive into left, deep. Warning track, Yelich going to watch this one go. And it is gone for Patrick Wisdom. So that makes it a 1-0 game. The Cubs add to their lead in the sixth inning. Uh, But before they're able to do that, there's one out. Nick Madrigal at the plate. Corbin is ready. The kick and the pitch. Hey, struck him out looking. Right down the middle. Yeah, another strikeout for uh, Corbin Burns, but then Alfonso Rivas would get a base hit. That brings up Seiya Suzuki. Burns sets. Here he comes. A smash fair down the left field line into the corner. This is going to score another run easily. And 
into second with a run-scoring two-out double. Saya Suzuki. Makes it 2-0. That ends up being the final score. Corbin Burns would pick up one more strikeout as he had a seven-inning game. He'd be done after those seven. So ten strikeouts, one walk for Burns, giving up the two runs on four hits in his seven innings of work. Brent Suter comes on to pitch the eighth inning, and uh, he got the first two outs before Jandel Gustave came in to get the final out of the eighth. It remains 2-0 as we move to the bottom of the eighth inning. Marcus Stroman was done after seven as well. He gives up just two hits, five strikeouts, one walk. Rowan Wick comes in. First batter he faces, Rowdy Telez. He walks, so the Brewers bring the tying run to the plate, and Hunter Renfro, he ends up flying out. Next hitter is Omar Nervais. Wick is ready again, the pitch. Omar drives one into left field, a base hit. Telez will turn and hold at second. Well, there they are. Omar with a base hit. Tying runs are on, and Tyrone Taylor is going to be the batter. Yeah, runners on at first and second. Mike Brasso comes on as a pinch runner for Omar Nervaez, trying to get some extra speed on the bases. But Tyrone Taylor strikes out swinging. The Cubs go back to their bullpen. They bring in David Robertson, and he faces off against Jace Peterson. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck him out on a pitch down low. And Robertson does the job. That was nasty. That ends up being the best opportunity for the Brewers in the ninth inning. They do get a runner on with a walk to Willie Adamas, but nothing more than that. And the Brewers end up losing this game once again. The final score, 2-0. With the loss, the Brewers go to 15-8. The Cubs are 9-13, winning at totals for the Cubs. Two runs, five hits, no errors. They leave five for the Brewers. No runs, three hits, one error. They end up leaving four. Winning pitcher Stroman, his first win of the year. He's 1-3. Corbin Burns takes the loss. He's 1-1. One one. The save goes to Robertson, his fifth. Patrick Wisdom, a home run, his fourth of the year. The game played in a tidy two hours and 43 minutes. Don't get those very often in front of a good crowd of 35,137 folks at American Family Field. 2-0 the final score. The Brewers fall to the Cubs. We'll come back. We'll get you some scores from around baseball, and we'll get you set for the upcoming series as the Brewers are going to welcome in the Reds for a series beginning on Tuesday. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on ESPN Milwaukee. Brewers lose to the Cubs today, but they take two of three in the weekend series. Brewers extra innings starting to wrap up. A little breaking news. Brewers do announce a couple roster moves. This is the point where rosters have to get down to 26. Major League Baseball had allowed teams to carry an extra two players to open up the season, and uh, they did that just because of the shortened spring training and, and making sure that you, from a health and safety standpoint, uh, you don't overuse, especially from a pitching standpoint. I'm actually a little bit surprised here. We had talked about this on the show yesterday, and I was I was mostly sure 
that the Brewers are going to take at least one relief pitcher down and maybe both guys that they would send down would be relief pitchers. Now, they did put Jake Cousins on the injured list prior to the game today, so the active roster does have one less uh, active relief pitcher, but the two moves that they make after the game to get down to 26, Mike Brasso and Alex Jackson have both been optioned to AAA Nashville. The Jackson move makes sense as soon as Victor Caratini was eligible to come off the injured list, and that was the move earlier today. Uh, Caratini was uh, activated and Cousins went to the injured list. Uh, so you knew that Jackson was going to be one of those two guys. But the fact that Mike Brasso is sent down, that's a little bit of a surprise. And, uh, yeah, so he is the guy. And we had talked yesterday about would it be Keston Hero? Would it be another relief pitcher? Well, at least for now, it's Mike Brasso and Alex Jackson who are the two guys sent down to make room. They'll still have some moves to make at some point. Uh, Luis Urias is going to be uh, back, obviously. Uh, they're hopeful Jake Cousins is going to be able to return sooner than later. So, yeah, they've got some roster decisions to make moving forward. A few uh, notes from this game, courtesy of our guy Doug Kern, who uh, posts uh, nuggets of information about uh, games uh, after they get done on Twitter. First time the Brewers have been shut out by the Cubs since the Alec Mills no-hitter back in September of 2020. Most 10 strikeout games in Brewers history. Corbin Burns got another one today. Giovanni Gallardo is still number one on that list with 18. And then Teddy Higuera, number two on that list at 16. But Corbin Burns has now tied Ben Sheets for third on that list with 15. Brandon Woodruff, by the way, is at 11. Scores from around the NL Central. The Cardinals knock off the Diamondbacks by a 7-5 score. Jordan Hicks makes the start for St. Louis, goes three and a third, two runs, two hits, four strikeouts, two walks. Does not factor into the decision. The Cardinals score four runs in the bottom of the seventh to uh, take the lead. Nolan Arenado and Harrison Bader each hitting home runs for St. Louis. Pirates lose at home to the Padres by a 5-2 score. Mitch Keller makes the start for the Buccos, goes six, allows just one run on five hits, five strikeouts, no walks, but he ends up taking the tough luck loss and the struggles continue for the Cincinnati Reds. It doesn't even feel like this can, this should can be their record. It feels like this is a misprint when you see what their record is. The Reds lose in Colorado to the Rockies by a 10-1 score. The Reds are now 3-18. and 3-18. and It is hard. It is hard to be 3-18. and And the Cincinnati, oh, 3-18. and God bless you, Reds fans. You are being dragged through the ringer this year with what your team is uh, doing out there. Around the Brewers' minor league system, Low A Carolina plays a 10-inning game at Down East, and Carolina puts up two runs in the top of the 10th inning. They win by a 6-4 score. Timber Rattlers playing in Peoria today, and Wisconsin loses by that same 6-4 score. Double-A Biloxi at home. They fall to Pensacola 4-1. Nashville and St. Paul at Triple-A. They were postponed Due to weather. Brewers have the off day on Monday, and now they get back at it coming up on uh, Tuesday as uh, they are set to uh, welcome in the Cincinnati Reds. I shouldn't have been talking about the Reds and their record like that because this is who the Brewers are going to be uh, playing now. Uh, Brandon Woodruff is set to make the start for the Brewers coming up on Tuesday. 2-1, 5.30 ERA. Vladimir Gutierrez will make the start for Cincinnati. He is 0-4 with a 7.41 ERA. So 
uh, that's going to be coming up on Tuesday after the off day on Monday. Uh, Tuesday is also a Bucks game, so uh, the Bucks will be on WTMJ, and we'll be back here on 94.5 ESPN. So our Brewers coverage here on uh, 94.5 ESPN on Tuesday, it will begin just after 6 o'clock, 6.05 for network pregame, and then I'll be back with you immediately following the game for Brewers Extra Innings. Once again, the Brewers fall short. They lose to the Cubs by a 2-0 score. We'll talk to you on Tuesday for more Brewers Extra Innings here on 94.5 ESPN.